This is Life in FM, the Good Shepherd Fargo Moorhead podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited this week to jump into week two of our new teaching series called Then Sings My Soul. We're going to see the hymn, How Can I Keep From Singing, as well as Chris Tomlin's take on it, because you know Chris Tomlin loves to have a take on hymns. You'll also hear my song called I Am Yours, recorded with Nashville recording artist Caitlin Smith. Pretty grateful for the opportunity to share music with you today that's impacted my life, and I hope it makes a difference in yours. This is Life in FM. Our preaching text today comes from the Old Testament book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verses 10 through 12. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the coastlands and their inhabitants. Let the desert and its towns lift up their voice, the villages that Kedar inhabits. Let the inhabitants of Selah sing for joy, Let them shout from the tops of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now today we continue in our second week of the new preaching series, Then Sings My Soul, a series that strongly emphasizes one of the ways that we connect with God, worship, and one of the main vessels for worship, singing songs as a focus for us to consider as we examine the importance of authentic worship and connection. Now, last week, our new pastor, Maggie Beertness, shared her song and her story in a really impactful way. If you haven't heard it yet, check it out on Facebook or YouTube. As she shared the background of her hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, and how she was also able to proclaim that it is well in her soul, even in the difficult seasons that life brings, it got me thinking. What should my song be? And not simply which song I'd preach about this week, but what is my song? There's a lot of different layers to the Bible. And while I believe it is true and it is foundational to the Christian faith and, and certainly my faith, I also know that there are certain things written within it that don't translate so easily to 2022. Things that were written for a particular people in a particular place and particular time we do our best to navigate that faithfully today. Now, we may differ on this, but for me, Psalm 96 is not one of those texts to wrestle with. It's a scripture that has impacted my faith in ways that are continuing to unfold. Now, the psalmist writes that we're called to sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He continues in Psalm 145, where we see this image of David singing out to the Lord. In his new words, he proclaims, I will exalt you, my God and King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and most worthy of praise. Sing to the Lord? How can I keep from singing? Now today I'd like to focus on that very idea. Now in the 1860s, these brand new words were penned. My life goes on an endless song above earth's lamentations. I hear the real though far off hymn that hails a new creation. Through all the tumult and the strife, I hear its music ringing. It sounds an echo in my soul. 
How can I keep from singing? Now, for the next 100 years, this song was included in one hymnal. One. And I can only imagine the reasoning for that. Now, we all have our traditional favorites, our preferences, our old standbys. And for many of our ancestors, those were sufficient. But if it wasn't for the Adventists and then the Quakers and then the Methodists, I might not have encountered this song as a Lutheran. But we all have a song to sing. Our preaching text today from the Old Testament book of Isaiah tells us to sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. He says, let the seas roar and all that fills it, the coastlands and their inhabitants. Then he names a bunch of different places from around the region, inviting all of them to sing out in praise to God. Let them give glory to the Lord and to declare his praise. Now, between his song of praise and the call for humanity to sing a new song to the Lord earlier in the book of Psalms, and the prophet Isaiah's words for all of the world to sing, people from here, there, and everywhere, I can't help but be inspired to connect to God in song. New songs, old songs, new takes on old songs, different renditions, even different traditions. Our God created this world and all that is in it and all of creation is called to sing out and praise him. Now change can be difficult. Songs, styles, worship times, I get it. But from a 30,000 foot look down upon the worship that takes place at Good Shepherd, I see songs of old and new and everywhere in between that are faithfully connecting God and creation. Even if we're invited occasionally to sing a song in a different style or a different song than we even care for. We don't know what we don't know, we like what we like. But I do know this. There are beautiful ways in all of our services to sing to God. The only thing that can get in the way of us doing this isn't the organ or the guitar, the projector or the hymnal, the time or the style. It's ourselves. We can refuse and sometimes we have. But this triune God is inviting us into a communal experience outside of ourselves, with the church around the world to sing to him. And so we do. Some songs of old, some of new. Many things have changed since the 1860s. Some things have stayed the same, and in 2022, we're doing our best to blend it all together in faithful and rich ways. What's tradition for us was new to somebody else, and years down the line, it will continue again. Rather than lament this, I praise God for the truth that's been passed on and the truth that we continue to carry and sing. In 2000, Chris Tomlin penned his own take on this question, how can I keep from singing? Or he wrote, there's an endless song, echoes in my soul. I hear the music ring. And though the storms may come, I'm holding on to the rock I cling. How can I keep from singing your praise? How can I ever say enough? How amazing is your love? How can I keep from shouting your name? I know that I'm loved by the King and it makes my heart want to sing. Now my faith hasn't always been strong and there are seasons where these words have been harder to find. But I followed the psalmist's direction in singing songs to God in the good, the bad, and the in-between. Now, in 2010, I released my first solo album filled with songs that I wrote. Writing lyrics and composing music wasn't something I ever thought I'd do, and certainly not for public consumption. But it was my lifeline to God. And when I struggled to pray, I wrote down what I wanted to verbalize. Now, sometimes it took a lot of time, other times it was immediate. And in this season of songwriting, I literally sang a new song to the Lord. Now, I'd like to share with you one of these recordings. And listening back to recordings isn't something I'm always comfortable with because I am my own worst critic. 
but my soul sang these words, and God was praised. And it was shared with the world as an offering to God. Take in this song, follow along as you're comfortable, read these words, hear the proclamation. Here's my song called, I Am Yours. so divine by the work of your spirit I am yours you are mine and I'll say it again Lord be with me until you leave your holy throne to come and take me home I am yours I am yours
How can I keep from singing? I wrote these words on a park bench in college. I recorded them with musicians I had no business recording with. And I had the opportunity to share them in addition to other music from across the ages, some new, some old, for many years before I went to seminary. I also get to sing songs with you from old and new today as your pastor of worship and mission. Now this was a song I needed to write. It was a description of God. It was a confession of a broken human. It told the story of what the triune God did for me. And it tells humanity what God can do for them, too. This was my new song. And it's an actual song. But I know that there are other ways to praise, to connect, to be with our Creator. What is your song? What's your act of faith, of service, of witness, of connection to God? What is your song? Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Whatever it is, I pray that you have a faith that sings out to God in all circumstances, in ways that are authentic and meaningful for you. The more we connect to God, the more filled up we are for the journey ahead and marked with that reminder that we are God's beloved. And when we've encountered the abundant life that we found in Christ Jesus our Lord, where we cry out, I am yours, God, how can we keep from singing? Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, I'm so grateful for the reminder that we are yours. And I pray that you would continue to send down your Holy Spirit one of comfort, one of peace, one of encouragement for today and for the journey ahead. Continue to teach us songs to sing, give us words on our lips, within our hearts, within our connection with you that can praise you and fill us up to be sent out for the ministry ahead. It's in your name that we pray, amen. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast Check back weekly for new content. And if you'd like to support this important ministry of Good Shepherd, you can go to our website, knowthegoodshepherd.org giving for a one-time or recurring gift, or you can text a dollar amount to the number 84321. Thanks for being a part of the community here at Good Shepherd. This is Life in FM.